scripture is different than that listed in the bulletin because I decided to approach the sermon a little differently. Matthew chapter 10, page 1511 in our Bibles, where we have Jesus sending out his disciples to the nations with their Christian message. I'm so much aware on this holiday weekend that you are needed in your Christian, or in your nation as Christians there. So we're going to read from Matthew 10, only a couple of verses there. And the verses that we're going to read are 16 and 17. Matthew 10, 15, 11, beginning at verse 16. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore be shrewd as snakes and innocent as doves. And be on your guard against men. They will hand you over to local councils and flog you in their synagogues. These the very words of God. As I was preparing the morning sermon, I kept coming back to you. You are needed in your nation. You are valuable to your nation. You have the knowledge you need to say, thus saith the Lord to the nations. You have within you the word of God that can address our problems positively and helpfully, and therefore you have everything you need to be important citizens of this nation. And then I kept thinking of those texts we noted this morning. You are the salt of the earth. You need to flavor this country of ours. You are a preservative when evil strikes. You are the light of the world. You can light the way in our nation to help with the problems. Now, I know our nation won't listen to God often. I know that many in our nation don't want you to tell them what God has to say to help them. But you are salt, you are light, and you can hear the words of Jesus from our text. He sent out his disciples like sheep among wolves. You will find some wolves out there. And you have to be wise. The King James says, wise as serpents, innocent as doves. This is shrewd as snakes. That's a call to you this evening from our text. And you have to be on your guard because there will be opposition. You won't always be people pleasers when you say, thus saith the Lord. There will be opposition. There are those who reject their God and will reject you because you belong to your God and speak on behalf of your God. All that's true. Now, what I would like to do by way of making this message as applicable as possible be light, be salt, be smart about it, be wise, be shrewd, 
is to sort of take you through the Ten Commandments, and we'll have to be brief with a couple of them, but the majority of you are very familiar with the Ten Commandments. And what I'm going to do is read those commandments, and maybe another text or two, and then suggest how you can help your nation through those commandments that are in the background of your life and needed in the background of this nation. That's where we're going to go. That's simple. I intend it as follow-up to this morning. So, the first commandment of the Ten Commandments is, you shall have no other gods before me. Before me means that God comes first. Before me means that triune God is Lord of the universe. In fact, our Savior's names are all important. He's Jesus, Savior. He's Christ, able to save. And then, in some ways, most applicable of all, he is Lord or ruler or boss. In New Testament times, when Jesus was born, the Roman leader was called princeps, which meant first citizens, until one of those leaders took on the name Augustus. His name was Octavius. And he called himself Caesar, the king, Augustus, the Lord to be worshipped. Well, when Caesar called himself Augustus, Lord to be worshipped, he also demanded that all citizens offer incense to him and worship him once a year as a pledge of allegiance to Rome and to Caesar as Lord. That act of trying to force Christians to say Caesar is Lord became the big issue in the first century of the church. Christians refused to say Jesus is Lord. And in fact, there's one text in the Bible just to cite one more, 1 Corinthians 16, 22 in the King James Version, first here. If any man not love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema. And then maranathema. Maranatha. Anathema means cursed, and maranatha means may he come quickly. The newer versions have it a little differently. Our version has uh, it put uh, this way. Anyone who does not love the Lord, that Lord, let that person be cursed. Now that's the first commandment. That much having been said, there are myths in our country that need to be corrected. With the first commandment, the myth is that human government is lord over especially politics and law and economics and other areas of life. The Bible truth is that God is lord. That truth resulted in persecution and martyrdom in the first century. 
I won't want you to have to suffer persecution and martyrdom, nor would I. But here's the fact. Remember, the big point is, you are salt, you are light, you are needed in your nation. You are needed, first of all, to say, God is Lord, and not human government is Lord. God should be our first loyalty. In fact, we should worship God and God alone. One of the proofs of Jesus' divinity is that he accepted worship. In New Testament times, they believed that people must worship God, but may not worship any human. Big, big deal at the time. And so we Christians go out, and with our talk and with our walk, we say, God is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. And our government is only an underlord to God and an underlord to Jesus. A lot of people don't know that. Other people oppose it. But you can testify too, Jesus is Lord. Now what I'd like to do is go on with some of our other commandments because those commandments have around them myths people live by. The second commandment is you shall not make for yourself an idol any kind in heaven, earth, or beneath the earth. An idol is something we worship in place of God. It can be wood, stone, or a way of thinking. In the United States, we have some operative idols going on. One of them is the myth of neutrality, that it's possible for people to be neutral in their relationship to God. Not so. The Bible says we're either for him or against him. Another myth is you can't legislate morality. <laughs> Most legislation is morality. Another myth is we can be neutral over against ethical and moral issues. We really know better. I mean, we say we're going to appoint Supreme Court justices who are neutral. They're not neutral. That's why the big fight starting now over a new Supreme Court justice. What's, what's his predisposition going to be, see? So we live among those myths. In that culture, you know what you need to go out there and talk and walk to counteract those myths. You have what you need to talk and walk the truth that God, people are either for him or against him, not neutral toward him. See? And then the third commandment. The third commandment is you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Well, there are myths that that commandment counters. And I'll give you one. People can sin without consequences. Dear people of God, sin has consequences. 
misuse God's name? By sinning against holy God? And holy God will exact the consequences. You know God's truth. For instance, Galatians 6, 7, and 8. The law of the harvest. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their own flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Sin against holy God has consequences. In like kind, later, larger amounts, and lasting bad consequences. Your nation needs you so much to be salt and light and go out shrewdly and present your God and his ways in your world. The fourth commandment says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Another scripture says, if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. The myth is that Sunday is the one day I can do as I please, or another way of saying it, Sunday is the fun day. God's truth, by way of contrast, is that Sunday is God's day for rest and for worship. And repeating my point, you're the light of the world to your nation. You're the salt of the earth. You need to be shrewd and smart in the way that you present your God and his ways to the myths of our nation. The fifth commandment is honor your father and mother, it's the authority commandment. God works through human authorities. The myth is, and get this, I think I've said this before, that United States federal government is the government. We speak of Washington, D.C. as the government, the Supreme Court as the ultimate source of our law, and such language. That's mythical language. It's misleading. The truth is that our federal government is United States civil government. God is the government, not Washington, D.C. God's law are the laws that the universe should live by. Not what five of nine Supreme Court justices say if what they say is contrary to God's law. See? Again, I'm going to repeat repeatedly. You're needed. Your salt, your light, your talk, your walk is important to our nation. The sixth commandment is you shall not murder. Now, I looked at the news this afternoon, and I read of 
Central American nations where people are told your children join our drug or cartel or gang or they'll die. I also read of elections coming in Mexico where the drug cartels and criminals simply assassinate and murder everyone who's not their candidate. Big problem down there. There's good reason for our prayers for that part of the country. And if we come closer to home, there was an article this week lambasting some political figure who pointed out that in 1857, the United Supreme States Supreme Court in the Dred Scott case said that black people aren't persons. That was changed by a war and another decision later. And then we have in 1973 that the unborn aren't persons. There's something else, but that's what our Supreme Court says. They're not persons. The Supreme Court isn't always right. God is right. Blacks are persons. Unborn babies are persons. Your world needs you to say things like that. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. You are crucial to the health and welfare of the United States of America. The seventh commandment says you shall not commit adultery. The myth is I may practice human sexuality in any way I want. Humanism, the root sin. I'll do as I please. Thank you, God. Get behind me. I count you don't. Myth, then, I'll do human sexual practice any way I want. The truth is that God tells us how to practice human sexuality for our own good. The abnormal sexual practices in ancient Canaan wrecked havoc, and they can wreck havoc today, too. Your nation needs you to speak the word of the Lord against the myths that are out there. The Eighth Commandment says you shall not steal. The Bible says in another text, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. The myth is that <laughs> our national debt will not hurt us. You all know that when you're in debt, you become a servant or slave to the lender. You have to make those payments, house payments every month. You have to make those credit card payments. In that sense, you're a servant. Now, in our nation in the last year, we have both Democrats and Republicans ignoring a rapidly expanding national debt as if there are going to be no consequences. Well, my dad brought me up, and I think he was right on this. He said, if your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep becomes your downfall. God's people need to be salt and light in a nation that just skyrockets its debt, and they need to call for fiscal responsibility. Ninth, the ninth commandment says, 
you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Beginning about 1980, I remember it so well, political campaigns became slander upon slander. We were told that people want to hear the dirt for news instead of dealing with issues in the news. Politicians to get elected presumably have to conform. And so politics becomes one charge of slander, or one slander advertisement after another. The Bible says we're to speak the truth in love. I read in my newspapers that the race for governor of Illinois that will be decided this fall is going to be the most expensive one in human history with the most slander by the two candidates against each other in advertising that there ever has been. Is that right? I really can't verify it. But I know this. My God says in his Bible, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And there are lots of ways to bear false witness. Our president calls it fake news. Lots of times it's slander and put down. Christian, your nation needs you in that mess of fake news and slander. And the way the sermon tonight is meant to be so simple. You are so needed. And then the last one, the Tenth Commandment, you shall not covet. Coveting is about our internal nature more than our external actions. And in fact, three of the uh, seven deadly sins focus on the Tenth Commandment and coveting. Those are envy. You envy someone. You covet what they have and want to bring them down. Gluttony. We envy something, food, money, or whatever so much that we become gluttons after it. Greed. I want for me. I think you all sense how much greed there is out there in our nation. It's sad. Well, Let's sort of, if we can, repeat to summarize. You, God's people, light to show the way to the whole nation in any way you can. Salt to flavor and preserve the nation in any way that you can. Be smart. Be shrewd. Be wise. Don't be intimidated by evil. Do say, thus saith the Lord, not only in the walls of this church, but in your community this week, and in your state, and in your nation. And God bless you so that your Independence Day week may be a challenge to godliness in the nation, much more than just a midsummer fun day. Let's pray. Our God and Father in heaven, may these people 
learn tonight how important they are in their nation and feel it. May they not feel that they have no influence, that they have no knowledge to contribute, but on the contrary, that they know your ways and are able to be salt and light with your ways in this United States. Amen.